A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. One step closer to heaven, baby. One step closer to you. There'll be no more living without you, baby. I would like to begin today by explaining to the listener what Tilly is currently looking at. I don't think I've ever looked so rough in my entire life. I've got... You look the same (laughs) as you always do. I look so rough. Are you serious? Do I always look this rough? You don't look rough. Mm, the closer you get to the camera. So what's yeah. happened is I lost my mascara. I never buy mascara. I don't know about anybody else. I buy one mascara maybe every four years. Yeah, same. I, I lost my mascara, so I had to buy a new mascara. I forget every time what mascara I buy, so I bought a Collection 2000 mascara. Wow. What a young professional woman. Can you not, like, could you not, like, go... Could you not stretch yourself to a Barry M or a... Didn't want and to spend that extra £2.50. No, I saw it was £1.99 for, for, like, for a collection 2000 mascara. And I just thought, surely mascara is mascara is mascara. But no, mm. guys, you blink and mascara just falls all down your face. Yeah, it's, it's not. A, it's a nightmare. And also, I'm not very good at washing my face before bed, so I wake up in the morning. And I don't know if you can, maybe you can't see on the Zoom. But I just have, like, muck all round here. You just have, like, perfect angelic skin. Stop. For that, I hate you. Well, that's nice. Wrinkly eyes. You don't have wrinkly eyes. I have quite wrinkly eyes. You've got big eyes, though. Yeah, big smiley eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So, this is Bitch, and every week we talk about a different person. This week we're talking about the Queen. Hasn't she been through enough? (laughs) The Queen, avec Tilly Steele. Careful. I'm the queen. You're my queen. Oh, don't. I'll cry. <laughs> I went on a really bad run this morning. Yeah, tell me about it. It didn't go well. I did catch the 5k and I got to week four. Oh, this good. Week. That's good. Thank you. Um, Out of eight, isn't it? So you're halfway through. I think it's like 12. Oh, is it? Oh, is it? it Let me have a look. Be. Maybe it's 10. Um, I have Joe Wiley as my classic, as my instructor, because there's something about her voice I find soothing. Oh yeah, okay, it's nine weeks. Oh my god, you're um, doing so well. Thanks. It's really jumped up a notch this week, and I haven't been able to get through it yet, which hasn't happened to me so far. And it's so sad <laughs> because the audio is like carrying on without me, and Joe's like, "You're doing so well." But I'm not, Joe. Can you go back I'm to not. week three? That's what I did for a while. I think that's what I'm going to do I think next week. week. Four was the week because it is a big jump, isn't it? So yeah. Do you having to run for a really long time. No. It, I think it went from three minutes to five minutes, which I think is too much of a too much of a jump. Really. You need a four minute in between, don't you? You need yeah. a little cheeky four. 
Cheeky four. I think go back to the following week, week three. Have you done it? Yes. When did you do it in first lockdown? I did it in the year 2016. Oh, wow, vintage. And I got all the way through it, and I ran 5k, and it was amazing. But um, I tried to do it recently, and I think I did a U, and I I got to week maybe four or five, and then I just gave up. But mm. I've been going to the gym every day. Well done. And um, I was going to say, when you've done your couch to 5k, and when I've got abs at the gym, do you want to run a 5k together? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do so much because I don't have anyone to exercise with. And, and I feel that. like we're sort of similar levels of shit, so it'll be it'll be good. Yeah. So whenever I do it, it's like everyone always like ends up running in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like that. Whereas I feel like we'd both be like puffing with our little legs yeah. together. Yeah. And also, I don't want to talk to you. Like I want to put my headphones in. Yeah. I, I can't speak and run yeah. at the same... Where my flatmate Mary, who's just done the Scotland 500, where she cycled 500 miles, and also, like, she's just... she's. Next. Is that deliberate? Yeah, on purpose. No, I mean the 500 miles thing. Yeah, she purposely went. And no, I mean, and I would walk 500 oh. miles, and I would walk 500, 500 miles. Yeah, I think so, because it's actually 513 or something, so... Oh, uh, okay. But they called it... The it hasn't really got the ring to it, has it? No. Oh, I wonder if they designed it around that. Yeah, because it's a sort of loop, which I wasn't expecting. She she sent me a picture at the beginning in Inverness, and she sent me a picture at the end in Inverness. So it's like, mm. well, where have you gone? Just back to Inverness. <laughs> a waste of time just gone to a spinning class for four days yeah i'd be up for that i need my music when i run yeah or listen to bitchin as you run we're very inspirational so inspirational do you remember that time when i made that person give up yeah well i did it to myself today so do you know i always think of that so for anyone that doesn't hasn't listened to that episode we stopped somebody from running halfway through their run because we were talking about how pointless running is and i always remember that when i think about the energy that i'm bringing to this podcast and how you don't want to ruin someone's day do you no you only want to ruin my day because <laughs> you know today i was feeling a bit tired before we started and i nearly started by saying oh i feel a bit tired today but then i thought well i've just said it now haven't i <laughs> Whoops. I don't think you should lie. I don't think this is the space for lying. It's not lying so much as like just being economical. What you do truth. every day. <laughs> is that your phone or is it mine? It's mine. I'm yeah, let's popular. be honest. I don't have anyone to contact me. How are you? Oh, me. <laughs> I'm full of energy today. So not tired. Wow. I'm so full of energy, raring to go. Your mascara's amazing. Look, I can make myself look like that face from Doctor Who. Oh! I'm pulling my... (laughs) How do you do that? I wish I could do that. pulling my face fat out to stretch it into like... I essentially look like the Mm. big piece of skin from Yeah, my cheeks are too plump. I can't do it. I must have like too much collagen in my... (laughs) Oh my god, I, I did I wasn't able to do this last week, but now I'm about to turn twenty nine. I'm already twenty nine. <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> uh, Wait, when's your birthday? End of October. What are you gonna do for it? Am I invited? No. I'm going to <laughs> 
you know what I'm doing? It's the first time I've done this since I was a child, I think. I'm going to spend it with my mum and dad. Oh, cute. I know. We're going to go to Oxford. And we're yeah. going to attempt to do some punting. And oh. then we're going to go to the Magdalen Library, where they do a vegan afternoon tea between the hours of two and five. And then mm. we're going to go look at where they filmed Harry Potter. So if anyone wants to stalk <laughs> Helen Monks on that day... Um, she's just told you exactly where she'll be, who she'll be with. Um, there we Look go. Look out for the girl with mascara down her face. Although, I am thinking, when are we putting this out? It'll probably be in the past by the time I put this out. So Oh, it probably yeah, will be in the past. So yeah, got, yeah. Because I still haven't edited last week's because I uh, had, a, had a bit of a tough week. Uh, nearly got my phone stolen. and Can we talk about that, though? Because then you didn't get your yeah. phone stolen. No. So what happened? A guy came up to you and tried to... Also, is, there, is Josh whistling in the background? Is that why it can... Or is it just birds? No, or... it's the kids, I think. Oh. Kids at Joy. School. The background sound of joy. So much joy. Um, so, a man, so a man tried to rob you. Yeah, I was walking home from my run and I was nowhere near the road and I thought... Now, obviously, this sounds incredibly naive. I thought as long as you're not near the road, they won't come. They can't come past you and get and get it. Mm-hmm. Forgetting, of course, that criminals do whatever they want, including yeah. riding their bikes on the pavement. So um, he was riding a bike and he came past me and just <gasps> literally, it was so nonchalant. He literally just tried to grab it oh out my of my gosh, hand. That's so scary. It was scary, and I. I'm so glad that I had the reflexes to just like cling on. Good for um, you. And also th- that I that I have really sweaty hands, so it he sort of swiped it and I clung on and the sweatiness of my hands meant that the force of the, those two him trying to grab it and me holding on, it just slipped onto the floor. Oh, good for you. And he just had to carry Keep going. carry on peddling. Um, and then I shouted that he was a fucking bastard as he went. He probably and knows like, that already. Let's be. Yeah, honest. he probably does. But and you know, I don't blame him for trying to rob you. No. Yeah. At least he was cowardly. Do you know what I mean? I it wasn't like he traumatized me for life or whatever. Yeah. He just. I thought that when I got scammed once and then the bank gave me my money back, I sort of thought, is this mm. a victimless crime, actually? Because I don't <laughs> condone fraud. But, you yeah. know, like, there are worse things to happen. I know people do have very mm. traumatic experience. I had a guy walk um, past me in Trafalgar Square and I happened to just look down and see that his hand was in my pocket, pulling my phone <gasps> out. And no. my body just started emitting a noise. I just started going, ah, 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 like a scream. And yeah. he and he freaked out like he just he just because obviously I was alerting everybody to him being there, so he dropped it and ran off. So I highly recommend making an alarm emitting noise. a weird noise. <laughs> Works every time. Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Like, and were, were you in shock afterwards? No. <laughs> I felt like no. actually I did. My phone was just sort of hanging out my pocket like in like a knob. right. Yeah. I must have told you about the time in Paris that that happened as well. And I've got a picture with the guy who tried to rob me. Let me try and find out. <laughs> he, he sort of tried to charm me by saying, oh, let's get a picture together on your phone. 
and then like obviously was trying to take the phone and I was like oh yeah that'd be great and I got my friend to take it off me and the guy and he was really annoyed because he wanted to be the one taking the picture (laughs) (laughs) and then um and then he just tried everything to sort of take it and I genuinely didn't realize that's what he was trying to do and then eventually I put it in my bag and as he was leaving he just put his two fingers sort of into my bag to try and pull it out and again like just shouted you're a bastard and everybody um everybody sort of saw him and he had to run off I'll send you the picture. He's a good-looking fella. Is he? Yeah, and I was like... I can't wait to see this van. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's. I'm always surprised when, like, good-looking people are, like, doing stuff like that. Because I'm like, you're good-looking. Yeah, what's the need? Don't you know that that's, like... That's enough. ...what the world runs on? Like, just get 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 your scam going. The amount of scams in lockdown is so sad. I know, yeah. Well, yeah. Did you nearly get scammed at all in lockdown? Oh, loads. Just those text messages and stuff of, like... Your... We've got your package. Yeah. Send us £2.50. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, of course, uh, your uh, house raffles. Oh, yeah. Well, I got scammed in the... Oh, I won on a scratch card yesterday. How much? £2. <laughs> Great. That's enough for another scratch card. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So, the Queen... So the Queen, I just feel so sorry for her now. She's so old. She's, like, given her whole life to the principles of, like, duty and public service. Are you being serious? You you, you don't actually feel sorry for her, do you? I sort of do, yeah. No, no. Oh, we disagree. No. I don't like the rest of them. No, I hate this whole, like, idealising of the Queen, like she's any better. No, I'm just going to really quickly read a Wikipedia. Elizabeth II is the Queen of the United <laughs> Kingdom. Great. Oh, let's just stop there. And 15 Great. of the Thanks, Commonwealth Helen. realms. She was born in Mayfair, mm. London, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we, we get it. I don't really feel sorry for her in, like, a real way. But do you know what I mean? Like, if I throw a tea bag in the bin and it hasn't got another tea bag in there with it to talk to, <gasps> I feel bad. So that's the sort of brain that we're dealing with you're an empath Um, what can you do i don't know what i am i don't think it's a good deal is what i'm saying i don't actually think it's good and like one of her sons is like a pedo and like is getting rinsed for being a pedo her husband's died like i just think of that photo of her sat alone at the uh duke of edinburgh's funeral how many people were in that position during covid like completely and i feel sorry for all of them as well i i can't i can't turn my empathy on and off depending on who the person is wow i can unless unless it's like you know a nonce well why don't we for hypothetically imagine that the queen is a nonce I don't think we can do I think we're going to have to bleep this out. I think this is really, really bad, actually. I think this is the sort of thing that um, that gets people actually cancelled. And What, imagining hypothetically that the Queen is a nonce? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've got to be a fan of the Queen, Helen. Okay, no, you don't. But I just... Did you see when Emma Raducanu... Is that how you say her name? The amazing uh, tennis... Lady. Oh, yeah. Young tennis oh, yeah. Girl lady. Yeah. Oh, she um, loves the Queen. That annoyed me. Yeah, in her statement, she was like, I'm so honoured to have received a word from Her Majesty. And I thought, you fucking get him. You get him. You don't really fucking think that. 
you're 18, you're on TikTok, you're... Maybe she does. Well, maybe she does think that. I don't know what her upbringing has been like. But I just thought, you, you fucking wince all these white people. You fucking get them. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, she loves the Queen. No, she doesn't. She's 18, she, she likes tennis. And, like, she likes tennis. She's not arsed. You're right. Mm. And do you know what? That's really interesting because for a lot of people that will be the moment they went, God, she's great, isn't she? She's yeah. the queen. Whereas for me, I loved her and that was the moment I went, do you know what? In the bin. <laughs> you may be good at tennis. You may be very impressive. Yeah, but you can't be a, you can't be a huge like national uh, sports figure and not pretend that you bombed the queen. Really? No, you oh can't. My God, imagine. imagine if she'd said, fuck the queen, fuck colonialism. <gasps> Like, it would have been... Amazing. Yeah, and also her career would have been over. But isn't that... Isn't that just completely mind-blowing? That that's, like... There's this unspoken thing of, like, you have to just complete... Like, that's dictatorship. Yeah, but I'm I'm not a tennis star, so I don't have to do that. I think we spoke about this on the last episode as well, because I can't remember why we were slagging off the Queen, but I'm sure we were slagging off the Queen. And I was saying that in my sort of, like... Didn't we talk about the Queen for, like, ten minutes last week? Yeah, 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 that's what gave us the idea to do this episode, Is that a good idea? I wanted to carry the conversation on. There's nothing I love more than slagging off the Queen. I think she's the worst. I think they're all the worst. But I think she's the worst. Why do you think she's the worst specifically? I think she is the reason that the royal family has been able to be upheld in the 21st century. Mm. Because exactly what you were saying about how the rest of them are awful... But she like represents this kind of nostalgia and mm. history of, and also I think we just project so much onto her. And she's like this little granny that's harmless, and I'm sure she's fine as a human being. Like I'm not saying, you know, obviously, I'm not saying we should genuinely take her into the woods, <laughs> but it's all a big myth, and she's mm. the big Father Christmas. Yeah. Okay, I can get behind that. I have a lot of friends who... This is what I was saying last week, I think, that, like, you say that to and they're, like, treason. That's treason. <laughs> and you're evil. And you can't hate on the Queen. As well, when she does her little speeches, like, when she did her speech at Christmas about how hard we'd all found it, it's just so fake because I know she's had a tough time with, like, Prince Philip dying and obviously she was sat on her own at his funeral and all those things you said earlier. But compared to literally every single other person in the UK, she's not having a bad time. No, you're right. Because she's so rich. She's so, And she's part of the reason that everyone else is having such a crap time, because she's having such a good time. Mm. Oh my God, didn't we come up with the idea of monarch jewellery service? Or lottery, a monarch... That sounds like something that we'd come up with, yeah. That's, this is really dumb that we're just doing repeats of last week, edited highlights of last week. Well, I think it sort of um, shows that we're not having a good time. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I'm not being funny, but my boyfriend's turned up yesterday, last night, and I haven't seen him for a week. I've got no fucking idea who this man is in my house. I've never seen him before. I don't know who he is. The man in your house? I'm joking. It's my boyfriend. <laughs> it was too dead panic. I got stressed. <laughs> I was like, are you be <laughs> you under... Are you oh, are you God, it's such a burden me? being so... Good acting. Did you have a lovely time? Yeah, we we watched a film. We watched a film and the subtitles were so bad that like halfway through I was like, should we stop watching this? Um, I think it would have been a good film had we had decent subtitles, but we did not because we found it on Daily Motion instead of paying money to <laughs> to watch it. Um, what was the film? It was a Jackie Chan film called Wheels on Meals. I mean, that does sound pretty terrible, I'm not going to lie. It was alright, actually. I mean, the subtitles weren't good, but the actual film making was was, okay. was good, yeah. And, he, you know, he's topless and he fights people, and it's quite fun. Jackie Chan seems like a bit of a blast from the past. He's not been around for no, a while. No, he hasn't, no. We should do Jackie Chan. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I feel like all we've done is I've said that the Queen is a nonce and... Um, and I've just been worried that you're going to be imprisoned in the Tower of London. Because I I've, I, I fear this... Uh, I think the overriding... One of the biggest forces in this country is nostalgia. And it's a, a malevolent force in this country. It's not a, a benevolent force. It's very, very scary. Mm-hmm. And, yeah... We're the worst, we're the worst, we're the worst. And she represents all the ways in which we're the worst. Have you seen this Keir Starmer's essay thing? Oh my God, I've not actually read it yet, but I I heard on the radio this morning that he's done it. I am going to read it. Is it, have you seen the highlights or? Yeah, I've seen the highlights. There's like a bit where he was like, um, Britain is a country where, it should be a country where... um, you work hard and play by the rules. And I thought, that's not a British concept. It's just not. Like, no. it, it, it's just not, hon. Like, I'm so sorry that you... We love to commit international crimes. That's what we love to do. Yeah. And we, we love, love to break nepotism. human rights. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, we love it. Do you know what? I was thinking about this podcast and how we used to... Um, well, I used to. I feel like you still are be like quite hypercritical and cynical about stuff and I personally feel like I have become more and more trivial as the episodes have gone on like mm. talking about my mascara and you know not actually googling anything to do with the queen even yeah. though we're talking about the queen because it's all really bad and it's really bad and we all know it's really bad maybe we don't all know it's really bad we know it's really bad there's only so much you can say it's all really bad isn't there and then what do you do that's sort of why I get annoyed in conversations where oh because obviously I care, 
and I'm not going into like a nihilistic pit of despair or anything. But when I have conversations with people and they're like, I don't know. Performative politics. Yeah. I'm just like, we all know it's bad, don't we? Yeah. Like, yeah. I've been enjoying any questions on the radio. Do you ever listen to that? No, what's that? It's a bit like question time, but just a bit more sort of... I don't want to use the word civilised, because that always implies middle class. Maybe it is Mm. just that it's a bit more... It's just very, like... It feels a bit more respectful, but Mm. also, like... Last week's episode was genuinely really funny. Who did they have on? It's not the sort of place they're going to invite Nick Griffin on, you mean? Yeah, no. I think that is the case. It feels like it's not just doing it for the sake of outrage, but it's genuinely Mm. trying to put certain questions to politicians. And then they follow it up with any answers, where you can then call in and say what you thought about all the things they said on any questions. And it's so lovely. And there's loads of people on it that I don't agree with. But they genuinely make like challenge me to think about things in a different way. And they sometimes get two people on who really don't agree with each other and they get them to have a conversation. But the rules of it kind of informally are that you have to be nice to each other. And there were these two guys who they really disagreed with each other. One was saying how we should really support young people during coronavirus and the other was saying like it's really tough for old people and they like came at things from very different perspectives. Mm. And anyway, they ended up putting them in touch with each other after the show and then they came back on the other week and they've gone to the pub together and become friends. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> we should do that with you and the Queen. I'm sure she'd oh, love to go to the pub with you. Do you know what? I'd love to go to the pub with a royalist, though. I'm happy to go to the pub with a royalist. And to I don't have think I know any. Them. Oh, my God, do you not? I know so many. Do you? Well, I know people in the Navy and stuff and that, you know. Okay. No, actually, I probably do know a royalist, actually. But not, like, hardcore, I don't think. No one with the little teacups with the Queen's face on it. Mm. But I've been thinking recently, because like, I've got a couple of friends who are c- conservative voters, card-carrying members of the Tory party, as they put it, and I've genuinely been trying to like suspend judgment when I chat to them and like genuinely listen, and then say what I think about stuff as well, but like um, not be just completely knee-jerkly outraged by everybody all the time, because that is my default, really, is to be really angry and outraged and, and it doesn't really... get you anywhere unfortunately yeah, it's not really solving anything or no we've tried that we've tried it we tried it on twitter for a good decade and guys it's oh not it's worked. still happening it's still happening i'm so much happier um not being on twitter every day mm. it's mad how much it affected my mental health mm-hmm. and like on the other side of it now i sort of look back at how much time i used to spend on it and like how much I cared what people I'd never met were saying and thinking. Yeah. And I'm like, that is uh, not a good way to Mm. live. And it's not the majority of people as well. Like, I know there's a lot of people on Twitter, but they're not representatives of everybody. They're just the most vocal. That's why I was always shocked when, like, like when uh, we lost the election. And then I was like, well, I probably wouldn't have been shocked if, like, I didn't exist in an echo chamber of people saying we're going to win. Yeah. Go out, look at a flower. (laughs) Enjoy the trees and the leaves talking to you. Have I told you my theory about trees being on a different time zone to humans? No, please tell me. So I think trees are moving like this. Yeah. But we're moving like this. Sorry, the listener can't see this. Trees are moving basically (laughs) like 
really, really slowly. Mm. But for them, they're moving, like, their arms are, like, moving up and down and they're growing, like, a tree year is, like, a microsecond for us. Mm. And for us, we're moving so fast that they actually can't see us. And they're probably just like, oh, something a bit weird just walked over my... But, like, literally like that. We're gone. We're dead. Oh, they can't see. I see. I see what so you mean. fast. Yeah. I love that. So they're actually, like, moving and talking to each other. And for them, time is, like, a different speed. And mountains. You know how mountains go up and down? Yeah. And they're probably like, and they, they don't even notice that we're they here. They don't even notice us. Like that. Yeah. What about when we cut them down, though, Helen? They cry. <laughs> but they probably like blink and their arms off. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If their ta- if their time is much faster, goes at a much faster pace. Then it's gone. Like, in a, it's gone. They don't even yeah. notice they're dead. They're like, where's my branch just gone? Who did that? Some invisible ghost. Have you cool. seen that book all about... Oh, we've already talked about this, how trees can feel things. We've already talked about it, I'm have sure. We? Have we? Yeah. I don't I remember. <laughs> oh, God, it's really hard, isn't it? Because I don't remember either, but maybe the, maybe people listening remember, and then I don't want to repeat myself. But mm. I also... There's a book about how trees, when you chop off their um I think branches. what needs to happen, Helen, is we need to be going out and like doing things, doing new things, and reading <laughs> new books. And then, hopefully... This will stop happening. <laughs> I like to just repeat my same three like ideas over and over again. Well, maybe it's comforting for people. I don't know. Banksy's Darren Brown. <laughs> Trees cry when you chop off their limbs. You're going to win a house if you keep putting £5 in a raffle every month. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are my three ideas? I don't know, because you do come up with new stuff. You do go I? out and do... Yeah, you're not... Well, I don't remember anything. You don't remember anything, that's one. Um, cynicism. Yeah. And then sort of surpri- surprising optimism, though. Like, suddenly oh, you yeah. empathy for the Queen or whatever. Yeah. Well, I just think... Yeah, I do... I agree with what you're saying about her being the Father Christmas who holds the whole, like, den of thieves together. <laughs> I think it's, like, that classic thing of, like she lives her life in a certain way and expects everyone else to do that as well and they haven't (laughs) they haven't they haven't they did some nonsense and some capitalism mind you she does that but harry and megan with their podcast and their how are you feeling about well we can't say anything about anyone having a podcast can we really (laughs) But we don't have a we don't have a podcast in a in like a this is going well way. <laughs> like we 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 aren't doing this for our careers, are we? It's just like out of no. stubbornness. Yeah, I think we just started and now we're on the treadmill. Yeah, there, you've done couch to five k of the podcasting world, just endlessly running. Endlessly, endlessly running. Endless this hasn't gone well this week, has it? You no. know, it's good to. Um, <laughs> Celebrate your successes. Um, Commiserate your failures. It yeah. does make me really think next week, whoever mm. we do, I'm going to do some thorough Googling. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm going to actually think about what I'm going to say before we come on. I'll do the same. I'm going to have a good night's sleep the night before. Yeah. I'm going to do the same. And we'll next week, Everyone tune in next week, okay? Because it's oh, going to knock your socks off. You... You... You just wait, okay? Okay. You're going to see. You're all going to see. 
I'm going to prove to you that I can do this. You've been listening to Bitchin' with Tilly Steele and Helen Monks. Our music is by Dave Cribb and our artwork is by Luke W. Robson. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast if you're enjoying it and do follow us on Twitter and Instagram. We love to hear from you.